Good morning, all, as we prepare to gather in this space, whether you are here with us in the sanctuary in person or joining us from home or somewhere else online, as we ask again for the Spirit to fall on us anew as we know and trust that it does. I'm Amelia Richardson-Dress. I am one of the pastors here at UCC Longmont. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And along with Reverend Sarah and Robert and Lauren, the choir, the uh, AV folks, the communion team, our nursery staff, and everybody who makes Sunday morning come together in this place, welcome. It is always a joy to gather in this community with each of you. And it is one of our practices to also welcome each other. And so I invite you to join in the words of welcome that are printed in their bulletin. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. This is a place that we are creating for all people, all ages, all abilities. So know that no matter how you are arriving today, whatever you are bringing with you, it is welcome fully in this place. This morning is an intergenerational service with communion, so Children's Church uh, won't be offered separately. There is a coloring table in the back of the sanctuary. There is a nurseries that is staffed uh, also in the back of the sanctuary. Children are welcome anywhere here in these pews, and we expect that there may be some movement as they or any of us resettle and make ourselves comfortable. So let that welcome extend to each of you as you settle more deeply into whatever it is that you need. We know that God comes to us in many ways, sometimes in song, sometimes in scripture, sometimes in the words of a friend, and sometimes in a moment of quiet. And so as we gather this morning, let us practice making space for that quiet to more fully hear how God might be speaking to us. You might find it helpful to notice your breath without trying to control it, to practice releasing thoughts that are maybe gathered there or calling your mind right out the door already even though you've just arrived. And so we just make quiet together. May that quiet lead us into whatever else God has in store for us this morning. And from silence, we move into speech as we join together in the gathering prayer as it's printed in the bulletin or as it appears on your screen. Let us be in the spirit of prayer. We come, God of the journey, a people from different places, different histories, different cultures. We come hoping we to find companionship for the journey, solidarity through struggles. We gather, God of hospitality, around your welcome table, a table not yet round, but rounding 
We gather seeking to become a roundtable table, welcoming of all with no preferred seeking. Guide us in your holy way as we live more fully into your vision.
guessing game. So if, uh, Karina, do you have an image that's labeled fossil? Ha. This is your guessing game. Was careful not to give it away with the label. Does anybody know what this is? A fossil. It's a fossil. Lava? I heard something over here, but I couldn't hear what it was. Coal? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. All good, all good guesses. They're all things I would have guessed. Volcanic glass. You all are, are very um, clever and wrong. <laughs> A piece from an asteroid. I'm loving these answers because you're really going to be surprised um, when you hear that it's bread. Bread. This is fossilized bread. It's more than 14,000 years old. It is a fossil. It is a fossil. So Robert was right from the beginning. It's a fossil. Uh, this bread was significant because it completely changed what archaeologists and historians thought that they knew about human development. Up until the bread, this bread was found, which was just a few years ago in 2018, we thought that what happened was that humans became farmers and then they invented bread. But what this helped uh, people who study this stuff see is that humans actually learned to make bread about 4,000 years before they learned to start settling down and growing things on purpose. So where researchers used to think that humans grew the grain and then figured out a way to eat it, they now think that humans learned to bake bread and then figured out a way to do that more easily by growing their own grains rather than foraging for them. Bread shaped the course of history. And it's central to our story as Christians, too. We're thinking about that today because we're continuing our sermon series about the Lord's Prayer, and we have come to the line that Jesus taught us to say Give us this day our daily bread. And to help us think about that story and that prayer, we're going to hear another story about bread. This one uh, comes from Matthew, chapter 15. It is also in John, 
And I'm reading this this morning from the Children of God Storybook Bible. This is a great one if you're looking uh, for a book with younger folks. All day in the hot sun, thousands of people sat and listened to Jesus talk about God's dream. They were so hungry to know God that they forgot to eat lunch. When the sun started to go down, Philip said, Master, it's late and the people are hungry. You should send them home. Why send them home? Said Jesus, you feed them. Feed them, said the disciples. We don't have any food. Someone has something to share, Jesus answered. And a little boy offered to share his five small loaves of bread and two tiny fish. One of the disciples threw his arms in the air. That's not enough for all of these people. And Jesus replied calmly, ask the people to sit down. And then he took the bread in his hands and he looked up to heaven and he blessed it. And he did the same with the fish. And then he told the disciples to hand out the food. They were amazed. There was more than enough for everyone. And when all of the people had finished eating, the disciples filled 12 baskets with the food that was left. Story of wonder and wisdom for us this morning. If you have experienced economic insecurity in your life at some point, maybe after a job loss or a divorce or an illness, your mind might uh, pretty readily go to the vulnerability of this line in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread. This could have been a line that was prayed by people who did not know where their next meal was coming from or even if it was coming. It is a prayer for life. It is a prayer for enough. At other points in our lives, the challenge might not be having enough, it might be recognizing that we have enough. John D. Rockefeller was once asked, how much money is enough? And he answered, just a little bit more. And maybe our bank accounts aren't Rockefeller size, but maybe we still know what it's like to always feel like enough is just a little out of reach. Maybe we know what it's like to feel like there's something that we could do with just a little bit more. A little bit more money, a little bit more time, a little bit more space. It's hard to find enough. And so sometimes this line, give us this day our daily bread, might be a prayer for the sense to be satisfied with the bread that we have been given. There is a story in Exodus that goes like this. Once upon a time, the Hebrew people set out on a journey to find the promised land. It was a long journey and it was hard and they never had enough food and they began to grumble. They said, we used to have enough to eat and drink. God has forgotten us and we are going to die out here. 
And their leader went to God in prayer, and God said, I'll take care of the people. And so every morning when they wake up, there will be food on the ground for them. All they have to do is pick it. But here's the rule. They can only pick up enough for one day. And if they pick up any more, the food will stop coming. Well, the food was delicious. It tasted like toast and honey, the Bible says. But some people got greedy. And some other people started worrying that there wouldn't be enough food for tomorrow. And some other people started collecting just a little bit more. And they hid it. And for a while, they felt better because they had enough and then some extra. And then does anybody know this story and remember what happens? Yeah, it goes bad. They had to learn to find what was enough. So today we're going to help us do a reflection to discover our own enough. And this is a great um, intergenerational activity, a great way of reflecting together um, with other people that you might have in your lives or others that you just want to discuss with. And so if there are folks near you that you want to do this with, you're welcome to. Those papers that the ushers invited you to grab as you came in and a pen or a pencil uh, that you have handy, if you did not get some, there's some on the table right in the back, and you're welcome to grab some here whenever you would like. And on those papers, if you'll draw four, draw a square and then make it into four squares. And we have an image of that. And on each of those squares, in one tiny square, you're going to write enough. In another of the squares, the small squares, you're going to write need more. In another square, you're going to write too much. And in another one of the squares, you can write not sure. And we're going to spend a few minutes here just brainstorming the things that come to you in your life. What are the things that you have enough of, that you need more of, that you have too much of, or that you're not sure? And as you're writing and perhaps even talking with those near you, we just have some music for you to support your reflection for a few moments.
may be something that you find comes up throughout the day. Sometimes once we start thinking about these things, we find more things that we might want to add to our squares, or perhaps we discover there are different ways of looking at things and, and some things move to a different square. It's also a really interesting thing to return to. Um, some of you may have already gotten there as you were thinking, and think about this not just in uh, the stuff, the material things, but where are the places in your spiritual life that you feel like you don't have enough or that you have too much? And those are also helpful to look at and to think about how those might be related to the things of the stuff. They might not be, but it's an interesting question to raise, um, especially in the context of uh, life changes decisions that are being made and perhaps with different members of your families or friends group. So let that continue to work on you today and this week as you ponder your daily bread. <laughs>